This week's guest is Michael Anderson, who joins us for an in-person interview. Currently, Michael is the restaurant director and manager at the Elora Mill, located in Elora, Ontario. Our interview focuses on the sustainability of staff, as some of the topics we cover include the uniqueness of the Elora Mill environment, some of the ways that Michael goes about hiring people. We discuss how treating staff has changed over the years with a greater focus on mental health. And we talk about developing a team with your staff and how it's important to have staff with varying levels of skills and interests. It was great to talk with Michael in person and make sure you check out the Elora Mill online at eloramill.ca and on Instagram at elora underscore mill. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Industry Podcast. My name is Kip. This is Dan. What's going on, buddy? Hey, man. Not much. Just another day of uh, working like a chump. Yourself? Yeah, same, same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I work for the city of Cambridge now, so <laughs> just fucking getting it up, uh, getting it from both ends from fire and health. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> so one day... We may see the triumphant return of the Argyle Arms in Cambridge, but yeah. uh, don't hold your breath. It's coming when it comes. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that is just something to be on the lookout for. In the meantime, we do have two bars that are open. Sugar Run, Downtown Kitchener, the Speakeasy. We have lots of events there all the time. Check at Sugar Run Bar on Instagram to figure out what's going on. And then Babylon Sisters Wine and Spirits in Uptown Waterloo. Same deal, at Babylon Sisters Bar on Instagram is where you're going to figure out what's going on there. I think that's about all I got to promote until this fucking pub gets open. Perfect. But uh, <laughs> we'll see when that happens. And then you'll know when I start shamelessly promoting bar number three. Yeah. If you like, want to be a guest on the show, the best way to get a hold of us is info at theindustrypodcast.club or you can DM us on Instagram at theindustrypodcast where the artwork is provided by the great Zach Hanna at zachhanna.co for all your graphic arts needs. Subscribing, rating, reviewing, that's the best way to help us out. If you like what we're doing on the show, shoot us a five-star review. It helps with however these fucking logistics work. I don't understand it. You're the engineer. Do you understand it? No, you just got to know someone. No. That's how it works. That's how it works. Oh, so the same as everything else, yeah, right? Yeah, Do you know anybody in the fire department in Cambridge? <laughs> Well, no, I don't, not anymore. Yeah. Not well, since I stopped working for the city. As we were discussing before we recorded, I'm not sure this guy may have tried to solicit a bribe from me, <laughs> but I haven't figured it out yet. At this point, I'm almost willing to pay it. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. Okay, that's enough of that. Anything else we got to discuss before we get to it here? No, as usual, I got nothing smart to say. Okay, that's normal. Yeah. Um, we'll just get right to our guest, Michael <laughs> Anderson, joining us uh, for an in person interview. Uh, we haven't had one of these in a while, so how's it going, Mike? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I appreciate uh, yeah, I appreciate you having me. I know we talked a couple times about doing this, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm glad we were able to make it happen. Yeah, thanks for coming over. Yeah, I've tried, I was trying to figure out earlier today how long I've known you, but it's been quite a few years now. I still was... Got to be nine years, I think. At least, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. I started selling uh, wine, yeah, like 2014, something like that. Mm-hmm. In that yeah, ballpark. That's, yeah, that's how I met you. It yeah. was like you were selling, you were selling me wine for one, my first bar, yeah. and then... We went to a bunch of wine tastings together or ran into each other at a bunch of them at least. So, <laughs> yes, yeah. last, last great, uh, yeah, I do have that memory of you. It's not quite the, the clean cut and polished uh, version you are now, but the shit show of, uh, yeah. I mean, we went to Toronto. I think it was in the, 
it was where like U of T Heart House or something. Yeah. It was an epic like Italian. Yeah, we had a blast. That was a great time. Good time. I remember <laughs> we thank God we had Miller with us to drive us around because uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, after the first one, I was like, we're going to another one of these. I'm yeah. like, all right, well, I'm just on board. <laughs> I don't remember a second one. No. So that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so but now what you're doing, you stopped selling wine a long time ago, basically because you're probably too fucking busy with your day job now. Day job and three kids. Yeah. Oh, three kids. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah trying, to, trying to have it all, you know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. How old are your kids now? Uh, one and a half, four and six. Oh, jeez. Uh, three, three boys, all little beasts. They're super fun. Oh, that's good that they're yeah. fun because that sounds like a lot of work to me. I'm yeah, stop fun. bitching about the it's fire not. department. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. But your current role is as restaurant director of Alora Mill, which you may not be surprised to hear is in Alora. And that is under Pearl. At least I'm not surprised. No. (laughs) (laughs) What's is Pearl Hospitality Group? Yeah, Pearl Pearl Hospitality. So I've been with Pearl for for nine years now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good group. I started the Cambridge Mill for a while and uh, was serving there for a long time. And the rumor was like, oh yeah, the guests would always come in, ask when when's Laura opening. I was like, that's never gonna happen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Uh, it was like an eight year project that they they put together before they finally between purchase and open. But yeah, when they we're starting to get close to that finish line of, of, uh, of opening. Uh, I was down, yeah, they, they offered the sommelier role, which is kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of a, a big, a big task, but, um, yeah, I've somehow filled filled my way upwards. <laughs> yeah, so you started sommelier, and then you were like, what, bar director or uh, restaurant manager, restaurant and, then, manager. And, then, and then yeah, quickly restaurant manager because um, yeah, as opens go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> it's hard. And yeah, sometimes you don't have the right people and it takes, yeah. it takes a little while. So Right, yeah. that's fair. Little known fact, I got actually married at the Alora Mill and Dan here was the best man. I yeah. was. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. So and here we are on episode one fifty two of this bullshit now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, one fifty-two. I fear I'm the last. I think I'm the last Laura Mill employee to make it. Yeah, <laughs> you might be. Eh? Uh, I fear I had to get on there before. Uh, like, <laughs> my staff is lapping me before someone came on a second time. Yeah. You had to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get on here. Yes, and also Rick was a, a sponsor for a while for the show yep. as well. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, for his uh, for the Baron Shelley. Yeah, the old Baron Shelley. Yeah. So the so let's let's talk a little bit about what's going on with Pearl Group. There they have Cambridge Mill and Alora Mill, uh, and is I heard that maybe another spot coming soon. Well, they have I think it's at least ten spots. They, got, oh. they start with Ancaster Mill. Okay. They have Cambridge Mill, Whistlebear Golf Course. Uh, I feel like it's four bread bars at this point. Oh, okay. So one in Guelph, two in Hamilton, uh, one that's in the Pearl Hotel. Uh, they also have the Pearl Hotel, which right. includes Isabel Restaurant, uh, Spencer's in Burlington. I think that's it. <laughs> that's enough. Yeah, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Three mills, four bread bars, a golf course, uh, a couple other spots. Yeah. Oof. So we were, like, just recently before a podcast recording, we had one that was... What was the deal? They were somewhere where we had to do a time delay on the from when we normally record. What they were from Calgary or somewhere like that. Oh, anyway, yeah, Rob Wig. Yeah, but we went to the mill before that for this industry night you're hosting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which uh, so talk to us a little bit about that. That was awesome. Yeah, I think we you know a couple different reasons, right? Like the industry over the last three ish years have really taken it 
taking yeah, it on the nose. I know. Right? <laughs> yeah. So we're just trying to figure out, like, hey, how do we get some industry people out? Now, there's a great opportunity to check out Alora. I know we're known as somewhat pricey on mm-hmm. occasion, but I think if you go anywhere, yeah, these like, days I, I, went, to, I went to Easy Porter, cost me three hundred bucks the other day. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think anywhere you go is a bit pricey at this point, but uh, we have that re- at least we have that reputation. Uh, so we felt like you know, we wanted to do something nice. We, I think it was our fourth or fifth one at this time. Uh, it's usually incredibly, it's either usually free or incredibly inexpensive. Mm-hmm. And we'll do a couple more. Uh, this past month, we did a whole industry promotion where it was 50% off all uh, food and your hotel stay. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just trying to uh, just trying to share the love a bit, trying to get some, some people in that uh, you know, take things a bit seriously like we do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it was awesome. We, we had a great time. So. Yeah, food was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, uh, well we just got a, a reclette uh, set up, so we wanted to show that off, I guess. Yeah. Just the views from that little restaurant, too, with the glass floor-to-ceiling windows. Like, it's, it's pretty that, wild. That we did. We, there is awesome. <laughs> we had a complaint. The other lady said, like, the... She just came at five o'clock and the sun's full on. It was like, oh, oh the windows are dirty. I can't believe you guys. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh my do you know how much it costs to get those windows? Like, yeah. we do it often, but Jesus, there's someone to repel over the, uh, yeah. over the edge. <laughs> whatever, whatever, uh, whatever you know, grace we had coming out of COVID, people are over. No, hundred no. percent. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit anymore. Yeah, there's no grace. It's like, it's like everybody's back open. They're all fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah no grace, no understanding that yeah. like, just how how. How much a struggle it's been, yeah. You know, to get people back, to get them up and running, to make sure they're okay, to get good staff, to get good staff. You know? Yeah, uh, like everything is tough, and like, I, like I've certainly found that it's still so concentrated just on the weekends. Like the weeknights are not, yeah. not they're not back to where they used to be. Right. It's just Friday, Saturday night. You can try and make all your money on those days, and then it's like. Well, I didn't really want to own a nightclub, but <laughs> I guess yeah, I do. If you were doing numbers, you'd almost start the week Friday, so you start off on a high. Yeah. <laughs> and then the rest of the week, you slowly watch your, yeah, exactly. your profits go. Exactly. <laughs> Instead of uh, you know starting in a hole and hoping that you make it up on the, by the end of the week. I know. <laughs> like, I would, I'm, I'm looking forward to the days where it makes sense to be open more days of the week again. But, like, right now, like, the early days of the week, it's like, you guys have a hotel there, so it's a little bit yeah, different. We're, yeah, we're seven services, yeah. or three services, seven days, mm. all year round. Oh, wow. So, it's super tricky for us, because you just need that many people mm-hmm. to operate. All right? So, we could operate, you no, know, we could do 50, or we can do 80. Still need the same amount of people to do, eight, do 50. All right? Uh, just because of the, you know, it's one of those... Uh, Tricky parts, mm-hmm. yeah. But so you and you were—we were joking earlier about all the people from Alora Mill who have actually been on the show. But like, <laughs> you, the part of that is that they're sticking around. Like, you've had a pretty yeah. We're uh, yeah. Everybody, it's funny because um, yeah, coming out of COVID, a lot of people are like, oh, how was how was staffing for you? How was mm-hmm. it last year? We've been really lucky. Like, um, you know, COVID did have its benefits as far as what we were trying to accomplish there. At least what our goal's been the whole time is to have a more sustainable uh, serving staff, right? So we've been incredibly fortunate. We still have a number of people that were there at the Open. Mm-hmm. Like Rick would be one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had, and then last year, we had, like, everybody brought somebody. Oh, wow. Right? So it was all referrals. It was all, you know, like... Oh, that's a great way to get staff. So we don't necessarily have to advertise anymore. That's great, yeah. Right? And, and even, and now we're starting to, you know, the nice thing is we're starting to get some really... Like some really impressive people, really skilled and talented people that are, are reaching out to us directly saying, mm. like, hey, like I'm moving back to the area. 
we want, I want, I've heard what, you know, I've seen what you do is, you know, I heard what you do. I want to come work there. That's, that's all good. I want to do. Right, so. But that's a testament to that you guys are doing it right, right? Like, well, I mean, first, first and foremost, people yeah. want, like, our servers want to make money, so they need to know sure. the money's good. But also, like, that you're doing cool things that they can, like, a job they can be proud of, especially as you get older in this industry. Like, do you get to a point where it's like, yeah, I could go work at fucking Kentucky and make 400 bucks a night, yeah. but I would also want to take a bath with a hairdryer at the end of every night. So. Well, that's kind of it. So we... Now, a couple things we changed uh, coming out of COVID is is trying to be incredibly consistent with our scheduling. So people, you know, a they they work with the same people, so they they work the same shifts. They can make plans for their life. They can mm-hmm. go see a dentist. They can you know yeah, see yeah, their yeah. family on occasion, right? Like that was a a big thing that we wanted. We try to commit to four days a week so that they have a better life, mm-hmm. right? Uh, now we're fortunate; we're fairly consistent, right? So most shifts, you know what you're going to get, but we're a tip pool. So yeah, you're like you can go to Wildcraft, make four hundred one day. But you cut the next, or you make right. fifty bucks. Right? Yeah, uh, we literally had one server do that, where it just wasn't. He just couldn't get his head wrapped around what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Right, long time, like my age, long time. So I worked with him a long time, um, and he just couldn't. Yeah, he was just stuck. He was yeah. just stuck mentally, and he left. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then two months later, he was like, "I have made a huge mistake." Yeah, and yeah. so we're starting to see that. That's the other part is we get a number of people come back. That's oh, good. Wow. Yeah. Right? So hey, like I miss this place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like what you guys are doing. So um, yeah, I don't know if uh, kind of the best example I can give is uh, Dan Barber has this really excellent TED talk about the sustainable foie, right? Mm-hmm. It won best foie, and like the Parisians were all upset and he doesn't do it without force feeding, like with force feeding. Mm-hmm. He just he just sets up this amazing- I saw that one. Yeah, that it's great, great, right? His book's amazing. He's just like, his stuff is very in line with what we like doing, but I love this example because he, he just creates this um, idyllic uh, area, right? Mm-hmm. So you have, you have geese that are on this farm calling out to wild geese and saying, come down, it's so good here. Really, right? crazy, and, they, yeah. and then he just plants all the things and flavors the, the, you know, the liver naturally, uh, and he just creates this uh, utopia, mm-hmm. uh, and that's kind of our goal. And and not everybody's gonna love it because everybody's you know, unfortunately getting gets in their own way. But that's really our goal is to create this spot that you know the staff's taken care of, that we've considered all these things, that we you know that we have a good team. Uh, I've also changed my hiring practices. I I tend to only hire nice people now. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, you could have the best resume, but if I can't sit with you for 10 minutes and like, you know, not necessarily have a drink, but like yeah. literally just have a conversation for 10 minutes and I, I, I don't, if I don't have a good feeling at the end of that, mm-hmm. that's it. It's over. It doesn't matter about the resume. Yeah. Because um, I've been fooled a bunch of times. You're right. like, oh, this person, like you just start, you just, you're sitting down with them. You're like, ah, oh, I think, I think this would be a great fit. They have tons of potential. They have a great resume. But I just had that question mark in my stomach burned every time. Yeah. All right. So we know we work in a team atmosphere, and if they're kind, they will they will treat their teammates with kindness. Mm-hmm. And that's the only like. And then we can teach them the rest of the stuff. I don't like all that. We're we're supported in in such a way like we have captain role. We have we have all these. You know, it's kind of insulated. You're not you know it's not wild wild west right service right where you're just like oh you're the host and the bartender and the yeah you know it's it's we're 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 well staffed for that well staffed and everybody it's like when you have a tip share program yeah. and it's like you, it, it just makes sense for everyone to help each other out exactly like, yeah. well and and because you're on a tip pool um, we do a staggered point system mm-hmm. right so the person at the lower end wants to get up right so there's an incentive not that but since you're pooling. There's an incentive for the rest of the team to get you better, mm. right? There's an investment there. They right. want you to succeed. Right, so, right. 
Uh, and again, not everybody's going to buy into that, and it's a yeah. hard thing, but it's really what we're... Explain how that works a little bit more for me. I'm not sure, sure, I'm not sure I quite get it. What's the, uh, what do you mean by this? So, so we, we were trying to figure out a way to you know, acknowledge the people that had been there already. Right. right, And their expertise and their, you know, mm -hmm. their experience. Like, you can't have someone new come in and make the same amount. Right. right. So we have them. So say a server comes in and makes one point. Right? A new server would make point eight. Okay. Right. Gotcha. And then they work to point nine, and then they. they so I, I think yeah. so. There is a, a paying your dues of sort, which nice. I think makes sense. You know, like yeah. it's, it's always happened in the service industry. Normally, you just get the shittier section. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hundred percent always happened, but just not in such a like yeah. laid out way. Yeah. And this is way better because just getting the shittier section, like you could be the whole time like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Exactly. Right. But this way, you know, yeah. like, okay, well. Yeah, there's less a, there's yeah. less hurt feelings. Yeah, because not only that, like the person that has been there a while feels shitty that this person coming in is making the same yeah. money, and the person coming in also feels shitty taking like, right. like it's it's it just didn't make any sense. So mm -hmm. the staggered system seems to have um, balanced things out a little bit. Mm. Uh, and yeah, you can make more money somewhere else, but you're not broken. Yeah. Right, like you're you can bank on it. Like the the shifts are incredibly consistent, mm. and. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're not having to recover so hardcore. Right, <laughs> you're yeah. not beaten. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So talk to us a little bit about how you create that sort of environment there, where people, when they're leaving, they're feeling good about it. <laughs> well, I think, I think the coolest part, you know, and obviously, you know, it might just be because of how long I've been in the industry, and, mm -hmm. I, and uh, you know, I'm at a, uh, you know, an, an advanced, not an advanced age, but older for sure. Yeah, yeah. The conversations change, right? Like uh, ten years ago, it was like, okay, where are we going to get fucked up? Mm -hmm. And now it's like, hey, are you doing breath work? And are you like, yeah. are you uh, are you doing a cold plunge to <laughs> to, yeah. to work on your fight or flight uh, response? And like, you know, it could, you know, the conversation could be about mushrooms. It could be about you know anything yeah. that is going to, you know, make you like make you feel better, mm -hmm. right? But not in a destructive way, right? Like the the service industry is such a you know, we're filled like we're filled with addicts. Right? Like anytime you, you know, anytime you take on a job where you don't know how much money you're gonna make that day, you're a gambler. Yeah, as <laughs> well. Fun. I never really thought about it that way, but it's like because I've often thought to myself, like, why? What is it about our industry that attracts this? Yeah, these, this we're addicts. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. We're addicted Very, to that rush. To yeah, that, like that. Yeah, what does it look like? So no, we're hundred percent. We're gamblers. Mm -hmm. You're not. You're not guaranteed money every day. You don't know what that looks like. You yeah. might get. You might get cut. Right. Like it, it might it, rain. Like it might yeah, rain. Yeah, yeah. You're on the patio. It might yeah. rain. Like it. It's. Yeah, it's interesting to see the the, the dynamic and the people mm. that you get and the people you attract, and I think you know, uh, acknowledging it and bringing it to the to light mm -hmm. makes sense. It's like, right. hey, let's have that conversation. Like, how are you? Like, for sure, we all have our demons, and how are you dealing with them? Mm -hmm. All right, and and what what does that look like? So, um, yeah, we're lucky. It's been really great to see that mm -hmm. evolution. Right. Um, it's definitely like over, especially for some people like us who have been in, in the industry for a long time, like like how things have changed since when I started when I was like 16 to like what we're talking about now when we're talking about like people's mental health or like prop, like the whole Me Too situation that's been a great for sure. thing for, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I didn't even think, like if you think back, yeah, the, the our whole industry has just been based on 
being awful to each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's a great place where you can go and bitch about stuff. Right. You know, like if you want to go and complain, mm-hmm. like it is a safe haven for that. Oh, yeah. Uh, and trying to create a culture <laughs> where that isn't prevalent is the, the number one job. Yeah. Right? Like the side conversations, the negative stuff, it's like, what you, what's important here? Mm-hmm. What do you want to do like with your time? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like you don't have like, and I've been in trouble a couple of times for saying this, but I believe it. Like you don't have to be here. Right. You know, like life is too short. Yeah. My goal is that you're happy. Like, yeah, you're not saying it to be a dick. You're just saying, like, no, not not the usual way you hear that. Like, you don't have to be here. Exactly. It's like, no, like, what do you want to do with your life? My goal is that you're happy. End of the day. Yeah. Right? Whether that's here or somewhere else, Mm -hmm. that's what I want. Right. Right? Because if you're not happy here, then, and and we've done everything possible, maybe it's you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I know. It's like, I I would say something that that there's these people that have bounced from job to job to job to job to job. And it's just like, you know, at some point, it's not, it's it's not every fucking (laughs) restaurant you've ever worked at is shit. It's just like the guy who only, who only dates crazy women. Yeah. Yeah. Every every girl that I have is crazy. Absolutely. Is it the girl? (laughs) (laughs) I do like that. I had, yeah, you you look at the resume, like, this is you, a lot of places, short period of time. Yeah. I'm willing to bet some of those places, half those places probably sucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there's lots of places that do suck to work at. Like, let's not, yeah, yeah, but, we're not but at the end of the day, it's like, yeah. I always say, like, nobody wants to take accountability for their own actions. No. And, and like, the job is essentially the same no matter where you go. There's different it's levels the of it for sure. But at yeah. the end of the day, we're, Preparing things and bringing them to tables. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think I think that was that was such an eye-opening experience for me. Uh, like going from Pickering to Toronto, mm-hmm. and be like, oh, they're exactly the fucking same. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. Like in my mind, I was like, oh, Toronto servers must be fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> they're still just bitching about. They're exactly the same. Susie didn't do enough roll-ups last night. Yeah, exactly <laughs> the same bullshit. So yeah. uh, I've had a couple, I've been able to share that experience with a couple of people where we go to a nice spot and I'm like, look. They're not any better. No. Right? They just, you know, they might have a little more detail here, but yeah. they're not much better. And we can all recognize the ones that when you get, and you're like, sure. oh, holy shit, that yeah. guy or that girl was really unbelievable at yeah. their job. Like, the like the attention to detail, the knowledge base, like that. Like, you can tell the people who put it the effort into the It is a skill. It is a skill. It is a skill, yeah. And I think that the one thing that I find, especially now that it's harder to find good people, the is the level of them giving a shit like is like I at my yeah. place I need them to have, have to. a basis of knowledge it's like you can't be selling like a $400 bottle of champagne and know nothing about champagne like right. you know <laughs> like you need we need a, we need to, you to give a shit a little yeah like, <laughs> yeah that's the tricky part right and at the same time you need you need them all yeah right yeah like, it's really interesting to try to build a team and figure out okay well you can't have all stars Right, because they'll kill each other. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you do need some that, and and you do need some that are different levels for sure, and that are always developing. And then you have essentially two groups, right? Your super consistent performers that aren't looking to, you know, move up, mm-hmm. right? And then the people that are are driven, mm-hmm. that want to be the you know, the next supervisor, the next captain, the next manager, right? And sometimes you just need those people who really just want a job while they're going to school. Absolutely, like you need that. And that's level okay. Too. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Like as long as you're aware, you're yeah. putting them in the right place for. What you need them yeah. to do, right? It's funny you say that. I was, I remember back in the day, I'm not gonna say who it was, but there was a very <laughs> nice restaurant here in Kitchener Waterloo, and the chef owner was like describing to me one night, late over drinks, like, 
about how he sees his his uh, staff as a hockey team. He's like, you know, you need a defenseman or a left wing center. And I'm like, this fucking guy is like, he's off his rocker. Like, and I, I'm going on laughing about it with my friends. And then now it's like, 100%. I'm starting to get what he meant. I like, love it. Yeah. No, like sports psychology stuff. Yeah. I totally my jam. And that's exactly how I picture it. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. It. You do you need, need your stars. Yeah. And then you need the people around them to make, you know, to, to mm-hmm. put them in good spots. And with you having this sort of tiered, pointed yeah. system, that really makes a lot of sense with what you're talking about, right? Because your stars, just like a, a sports franchise, the stars get paid more, right? Yep. Like it that's makes it. it totally makes sense. Hey, that's, huh. what, that's why I'm the glue guy at work. That's uh, otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. How much actually do you make for being glue guy? <laughs> <laughs> Not nearly enough. <laughs> <laughs> just to sell them on uh, Michael's point system. Yeah, yeah. goddamn. Well, I, I like one of the biggest things. Like, so now developing new managers, mm-hmm. and and the biggest thing they struggle with is people not caring as much as they care. Right. Yeah. And like, you can't expect that. Everybody's coming. Yeah. Everybody's coming to it with a different, a different story, a yeah. different reason for being there. That's right. So if you think, like, if I think, and even like for me and and my managers, it's like, well. I can't expect them to care as much as I care, mm-hmm. right? I can expect them to care as much as they can, yeah, right, and try to develop as we go. But you can't have those expectations. You just see them; they're like crushed, right? They're disappointed mm-hmm. in people. They're like, oh, why does this person give a shit? Why are they wearing the wrong shoes? Why are they? Yeah. You know, it's like, well, because yeah. everybody's everybody's a little broken differently. And some people can't, they can't get it together. And some people, like you say, like that's not, they're not trying to make a career out of this. They're just, it's just a job to them, and that's exactly. fine too. And it took, it took me a while to get my head around that as well, especially once I moved into like, well, you the, own it, the manager, and then the ownership side. It's like, why can't you care as much as I? <laughs> why do you care as much yeah. as I own the place? Why do you care as much as I? Yeah, and then it's like, oh wait, I think I answered my own question. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Yeah. But it is hard because you're like, oh, I give so much of a shit about how every little thing is. Why can't you care even a little bit? A little bit. bit. But it's not just their level of like where they are in their lives, but it's the different personalities yeah. too, right? To bring out an old... Uh, oh, for sure. Another sports fucking analogy since we're on the topic tonight. Yeah. I remember reading uh, the Phil Jackson book and him saying that, like, you, and uh, this has always stuck with me, is like, you need to treat everyone equally, but you can't treat everyone the same. And it's just like, the be- <laughs> it's like perfectly true because you, you need to treat people based on their personality. Like, some Absolutely. people like to be driven, some people need a softer touch. Like, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because. Because then the story becomes, oh, well, you, you, don't, you don't treat everybody the same. Yeah. It's like, well, I can't. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, my relationship yeah. with everybody is different. Right. Like, some of it's based on time. Yeah. You know, like, I have five years with, with a number of people. Sure. You just started. Yeah. yeah. Our relationships are going to be different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that <laughs> well, seems reasonable. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, you have favoritism. Well, maybe, or maybe put in the time. Yeah. Right? Put in the time. Let's, like, relationships yeah. develop. They're not the instant. Do you find that there's an age thing with this as well? Like where there's and I like because there's so many times I even especially talking on this pod where I feel like I'm like old man yelling at clouds. But like the there is this generational thing where the the young the younger generation seem to think it's promised to them before they've earned it a lot. Uh, at least that's been my experience. I don't yeah. know if you're finding the same thing, but. Yeah, I think we're we're set up a bit different. Where there's so many levels that right. they, I think they see that uh, they definitely want to not do the work <laughs> to get the yeah. things that they want. Yeah, um, it's interesting. Like the the dynamics are really strange as far as like you know, a younger person coming in. It all depends on their level of you know offense. Yeah, <laughs> but 
But then, like, but then you have kind of my age, who's now started the, you know, conspiracy theory realm, and the, you know, <laughs> also equally easily offended. So yeah. it's, it's a very, <laughs> yeah. It's very, yeah. It, I don't think it matters. Yeah, I, I, I understand. There's there's different things, and there's definitely different approaches with the the different age groups. But I mean, like, I I have really great relationships with, you know, our twenty four year old host, and, mm-hmm. and and as well as our you know, six year old server. Right? Yeah. It all depends on the time you put in and, and, and being able to get to their level or where they're at or, or understand where they're coming from. Right. Um, Trying to get and, it's, and, and the failures are huge. Sure. You, when you hire someone and you're just like, oh, we're, we don't speak the same language. Yeah. It's brutal. And it's hard because you know, <laughs> do have to be so hear more about this. Yeah. It's, it's brutal. Yeah. Right? Because like, you're like, oh, you, you say something and then they, they go straight to HR and say, oh, yeah. well, they talked to me this way. And it's like, that's how I talk to everybody, but I, I, I'm like, you should have just cut. Like, they, they, yes. they, that's the biggest thing mm-hmm. that they want to go talk, tell. They, they, they don't want to have the conversation. Right. The ah, so the, the, void, the voidance of conflict. Yes. Any sort of like discomfort. That's the big generational part. Yes. Right. Ah, so they're posting on Reddit right away. They don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to burn you without having that conversation. But, or or uh, their or their teammate. Just, right. Yeah. Right? Or talking to their teammate. Right. Right. Straight, like, like, straight to you or straight to each other. Yeah. 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 So so I've coached everybody saying, listen. You have to give everybody an opportunity to change their behavior mm-hmm. first. You have to have that conversation. If they said something you didn't like, have that conversation. That shouldn't be crazy. Yeah. That should not be a crazy like, request. No, that should be fine. That and, should be normal. Yeah. Unless you're uncomfortable. Like, unless it's really offside. Or, like, like, sure. There are obviously There's exceptions. a way to mediate. Yeah. yeah. But, but the best case scenario is always give them an opportunity to fix it. Mm-hmm. You know, because they probably didn't think that they were being an asshole. Right. Nine times out of ten, most people aren't trying to be an asshole. No. Like, there, are, there is that tenth time. For, for sure. sure. But, uh, but generally, people don't, if someone's being an asshole to you, they probably don't realize that they were. Or there was a reason in their own life. Life, why it came out that way, right? Like, there's so many times everybody's where dealing with something. Yeah, yeah and the world where I've said something in a yeah. harsher way than I really meant sure. to get it across, and then I realized later that it was like, oh, that sounded like I was being a fucking dick. Yeah. But I, I wasn't. I was just yeah. like, I need this to get done, and uh, the, because of shit that was solely based on what was going on in my own existence, it comes across as like a fucking asshole, like you know, yeah. and like it's just. That's just human beings, but we've we've almost created this scenario through social media and posting things online, like Reddit, like Dan was mentioning and stuff. That like there's, to, there's, to avoid conflict, there's no room for conversation. No, anymore. yeah, right. Opinion is fact. Mm. I'm offended. Yeah, <laughs> so that is real. Yeah, so tight. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I own my own offense or that I, you know, like yeah. there, there's no there's no room for a conversation and to be like, hey, can we make this better or right. like or deal with your own shit yeah if you're offended maybe have a look in the mirror right and what do you re- what's really upsetting you and yeah and I what is, what is the intent did that person try to upset you do they really you know like and I came from like the the, the era <laughs> where it's like fuck man you leave your shit at home and you come to work and yeah. you do your job at work and then you go home and deal cool. with your shit and like that's that's not uh, that's not the scenario anymore like the, now it's like we're supposed to deal with your shit while yeah. you're at work because you you grace us with your pleasure of with yeah, your presence yeah, yeah. at work, right? Yeah. Um, but going back to what Dan was saying about the Reddit stuff is like, that's the perfect example of what we're talking about because how many times now do you find like a shitty post about your restaurant on one of these websites uh, and they never said anything to you while they were in the dining room? Yeah. Like that's, that's the one that drives me fucking nuts. Like, <laughs> Yeah, especially the little ones. Mm. Right? They're like, oh, if you just said something, we'd, like we go out of our way. Like our goal, so it came up with things, um, you know, like a, a mantra of sorts saying like, you know, something for the team to hold on to, saying that the guest 
Now, our commitment is that the guest leaves having had an exceptional experience. Mm-hmm. That's it. If yep. Everything becomes super clear. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at that guest and they're walking out the door and you're like, it was okay. Do, yeah. You know, you know you failed. Right? Yeah. Like you know, it has to be an exceptional experience. If mm-hmm. it's not, then we need to do something. So that's it came very clear that we need to take action. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, hey, they didn't love this dish, or they didn't like this wine, or they didn't like whatever it is. It's like everybody's empowered to make that fix in the moment. Yeah. They don't, have, that, to, they don't have to come refine me or another manager right. and say, Oh, can we do this? Like whatever it Just takes. Do it. Yeah. So that's why it's frustrating when they go home and like, oh, this was, it's like, why didn't you say something? Because that's they, the thing. They, they don't want to be in charge of their own experience. No, and they don't want the conflict because like, yeah. they'd much rather just post something shitty about you yeah. when you get home. And I'm like, if you if you had said that and to me guts. while you were there. Like, and it was an owner. It, it like guts you. It guts oh, me. Oh, fuck, man. Like, I, I had to stop reading I read, it. No, I yeah. read it. I read it. Probably twenty times a day. My wife, my wife would be <laughs> mad. Obviously, <laughs> Janine, uh, she runs Babylon. She's yeah. just still read them and live and die with them. And I keep telling her, like, you can't. It's just that you're gonna get them. It doesn't matter used, what you do. Like, I used to have. I was for a short period. I was responsible for responding. Oh yeah, and it was like. <laughs> I'm not that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the guy for that job. No. Um, I take it so personally. Yeah. And I, I know it's stupid. But, but it's but hard it's like, to. But it's you hard put, to. Well, think about how much you've invested in it, right? And then some asshole just comes in and doesn't say anything to you when just you actually had the power to do something about it. And then goes home and writes something shitty. So It's so like, frustrating. Yeah. I can't handle it. But yeah, that's why you, it's it's hard to let go. But like, it, it goes back to what we're saying about um, the staff as well. Sorry, quick little beer break. Yeah, yeah, a little, <laughs> little beer. Is that like fix it yourself and fix it in the moment? Like, with you yeah. don't you, just, you don't need to make it a bigger deal by going to HR. Like, you're a human being. Whoever you have a problem with yeah. is a human being, and you do have to watch what you say. Like you're saying, the way you speak to people. Like sometimes I have to realize, like basically now when I go to work and I'm talking to my employees, I shut off my personality mm. and just go into robot mode now because I'm so concerned that I'm going to make a joke that they find right. offensive or they don't get my sense of humor because it's dry and like, and then, ne- and it's a massive issue out of nowhere, right? Like, so. Yeah, I struggle with that because I'm just like, because then where's your joy? I know. Yeah. Right? Like where, yeah. like, because you also, like, I think this role is hard, right? Like, Everybody has certain expectations of you and certain expectations of how you need to be. Yeah. And and there's very little forgiveness. Oh, no. <laughs> and understanding being like, oh wait, your job's probably hard. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. there's none, like especially server mentality, it goes straight to, you know, what? why isn't this done? You know, like you're yeah. you're you know, you're upsetting my day. You know, like the worldviews sometimes are small. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you have nothing going on in your life. That's so you right. come here and this is your focus and you don't, you know, you don't this this is what you obsess on. Yeah, and so they're like, it, there's no kindness, there's no grace, yeah, and there's like, come no on now. Like, I don't know if it's just the way the society. I'm sure it's just a mirror to society, like everything is, but yeah. like how this has changed in society. But there is no, like you say, there is no allowance for an error. There's no allowance for someone yeah. to just be having a bad day and do or say yeah. something shitty, or maybe like, like that's not who they are generally, but they, they fucked up. Like people fuck up. It's okay. Like yeah. <laughs> just like we need, we all need to be like. Okay, that person fucked up. They did something that yeah. upset me. They feel bad about it. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, I, for sure, if somebody does something shitty to you and then doesn't feel bad about it, well, that's a different scenario, I guess. Or <laughs> yeah, that's totally a different conversation. Up, but, like, yeah, like yeah. it's okay. We, I think like, uh, come, like, the, my biggest struggle is I served for so long. Mm-hmm. I and mean, servers are granted this 
leeway to like have meltdowns yeah have little freakouts <laughs> right like there's i had one guy uh, that i worked with a long time ago and he was so dramatic but he loved it like it was his show right like he just went behind like at any time we were behind you know like where our guests couldn't see you we just lose his shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and we're kind of granted that that you know no one calls us on it right right and i served way too long so i that's my biggest struggle with the management role is is not having that mm-hmm. that little freak out that little like yeah you, you, you know, can't lose their shit and yeah. saying whatever the fuck they want yeah <laughs> yeah you know, like servers were graced with that for so long oh i used uh, to do it and i just like it was the classic thing be nice to the, the table and go to the kitchen and have a meltdown like, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah like yeah, yeah waiting's not that <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's pretty yeah. perfect yeah. there's a couple of moments where you're like yeah that's exactly how it goes yeah yeah super <laughs> Super kind of the guest. You walk back. This is fucking bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> I swear to God. Like when I was working at Ezel for so long, all the kitchen guys thought I fucking hated my job. And I'm like, no, no. This yeah. is just I can either come back here and bitch about it, or I got to do it out there, and that's not appropriate, yeah. right? So like, yeah. I think <laughs> one of our best uh, servers has the worst table every night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just his worldview a little bit, right? Like he's so fucking good. But then it's it's exactly that. As yeah. soon as he walks away, fucking worst table ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, can they all be bad? It's a running joke. Yeah. I was just like, man, how do you how are you this lucky to get the world's table every yeah, night? Yeah. I have a employee like that as well that every time like literally every time I come in, they're like, "Oh, I bought the worst table today," and I'm like, "Again? Like, there's only one table. It's one. You only do <laughs> right once. Yeah. yeah. You should have one story. But you're right, and that is what it's. And then I'll try and press them on like, "Oh, well, what was wrong with that?" And usually it's like literally nothing. Well, they kept asking. They kept telling me they knew the manager. Okay. That doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> they probably don't. I guess it's a little yeah. annoying. Like, yeah. uh, uh, it's always fun, man. Like. Mm. That's the fun yeah. part, right? Like the people that get it and dig it, they, you know, like we're very fortunate that we're a bit of a, an occasion place, yeah. right? Like people are coming in, they're fairly happy. Mm-hmm. So we have to do something special to fuck that up. That's a good way to look <laughs> at it, yeah. right? Like yeah. they're they're generally happy. Or, my or, my my approach is always. <laughs> they're happy unless they brought the wrong person. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They might be yeah. going through some stuff. Maybe this is the an- this is not the anniversary they were hoping for. Right. You know. But yeah, if they brought the wrong person, then, <laughs> then maybe <laughs> yes. they're not loving life. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, uh, we're at least like eighty percent doing something: birthday, anniversary, yeah, job promotion, something right. to that effect. So, so it it should be kind of a layout. Yeah. Right. Now the the flip side of that, and this is probably goes to what you're saying, they're either with the wrong person or something. Yeah. It's like everything has to be perfect because it's yes. my big fucking night. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. Mother's Day is probably like oh, as, yeah. it's, <laughs> as it's fast approaching, and probably this will be out right in time for that. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the scariest. Like, yeah. you have to, like, mom might be fine. It doesn't matter. The expectations of that night and making sure that yeah. mom is taken care of. Right. So it's the hardest. Yeah. It's the hardest day. Valentine's Day, New Year's, all yeah. the big ones. Like, big ones yeah. for sure. Mom, yeah. I think, is the worst. Mom is the worst day, yeah. Well, just I, the expectations are so, because it can't go wrong for mom. Right. Yeah. Which I, I think is fair. Yeah. That's, <laughs> they, I think, they, that, I think they, that's a fair thing. They give 364 <laughs> days, yeah. I get one. Yeah. Like, I think <laughs> it's fair, but like it's you have to be aware of that stuff going into service. Yeah. Going like, hey, expectations. Yeah. You now, managing expectations is 90% of the job. Oh, my God. I, if I, I can't drum that into my yeah. uh, staff enough. If, if food's going like, to take a long time, just set expectations. Them. Like, nobody gives a fuck if you just let them know. Exactly. Like, you I mean, you're always going to get the odd asshole. For but, sure. like, in general, if you tell the people up front that this is what yeah. is going to happen, 
then they're like, okay, well now I know. And then they can Absolutely. make a choice right there. I don't want to wait that long for food. I'm going to go somewhere else. Well, and they, like, <laughs> yeah, then they become, you know, they're in charge of their experience. Yeah, exactly. Because then they're making that choice. Right. It's not just, you know, like we have a massive steak program right now. So, you know, anywhere from like a 55 ounce tomahawk to like, you oh. know, just the bone, you know, 30 ounce boneless ribeye. Like, those tend to take a little while. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so if you show up and don't order an appetizer and go, I want the steak, well, that might be an hour if it's a Saturday night. Yeah. Right? And But that's a reasonable expectation for that. Like, have you cooked that much? Have you cooked that before? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you cooked steak at home? Yeah. <laughs> it it yeah. takes a while. So uh, managing those expectations is huge. And you want it too. <laughs> yeah, you want it to be done right. So... Uh, like for us, we have to just get ahead of it and just like, sometimes just send them food. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like it's, yeah. it's better because otherwise it'll cost us the steak. Right. I used to do that at like places I worked at before. Just like, you know, honestly, send yeah. them for some fucking corn chips and salsa. Do for something. Like, you know, like a place like Ethel's. Just do give them something. that and say food's taken a while. And then people are like, cool. They're not starving. They got something to snack on. Yeah. And, and like as long as they're getting drinks. and. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, it sounds like you're doing some cool shit at Alora Mill, and I really like how you're focused on uh, the sustainability of your staff. That's it was really cool to talk about. I I had never even heard of that system before, and I've been doing this job for 30 years and 152 episodes of this. So, uh, congratulations, man! It sounds awesome, and uh, if you're like. A super qualified person. You should talk to me first, but then Michael. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, we're always looking for talented people and kind, kind, talented people. Right. Well, and I love how <laughs> that you're focused on that, and it, it obviously shows up. Like again, we said at the beginning, your staff has been there for a long time through the pandemic, like where we all lost pretty much everybody, but you have the same staff, so you're doing something right. Congratulations, and uh, thanks for coming on the show, man. We appreciate having you. Good to see you. Yeah, you as well. Yeah. Thanks, man.